My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney. And today, um, the theme of our show is Strong Morning Sacred Ritual. We're talking to spiritual business coach, Jewel Levine. And um, she's got some really interesting takes on intuitive business, uh, really um, tuning into yourself, becoming present to your bodily sensations, and also just making sure that you have rituals and structures that that support that. So I'm excited to talk to her and in terms of um, you using intuition and spirituality as, you know, as a business tool. Um, and so she's got a lot of cool things to share. So welcome, Jewel. How are you today? So wonderful. Thank you so much. And yourself? Oh, very good. Very good. Thank you. I'm excited to talk to you. So, yes, um, same. so why don't you share a little bit about what you do as a spiritual business coach and how you, you teach intuition and spiritual awareness as that tool for successful business? Yes. Well, you know, starting a few years back, I realized that, you know, we don't have to do success the way it's been modeled to us. So I really, I really start with a a holistic approach to success and that holistic prosperity. And I just, you know, how many decades up to present that we lived, not even being in our bodies, and Um, the life changing uh, stage that this started the moment that the first moment that I heard about the higher self, and I'd heard about intuition, and imagination and things like that our higher mental faculties. But we're taught, you know, not to daydream in school. And what about those voices in your head? And oh, and, you know, even something simple about kids about the, you know, being a scared of the closet or um, something under their bed. It's like, we were energetically sensitive, we were different, and your listeners guaranteed they were the same. So life just changed in a nutshell. When I started following my intuition, when I practiced, it's another thing is that I think that um, there's, we were taught that you either had something or you didn't either had confidence or you didn't, you either were intuitive or you weren't. And one of the most empowering things for me was realizing that these were skills that you could practice and cultivate. So beginning to, um, trust what you hear and then not just trust what you hear but actually start to act on it and then bringing that into your life decisions and into your business is that uh, I like to say it's like the game of hot and cold that you play with the kids when they're looking for something you know you're colder Mm -hmm. you're colder you're warmer you're warmer (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's like the direction like you just partner with that intuition and your higher self through every single decision of your entire life, whether you're holding a supplement in the natural whole food store or making a business decision, I often call uh, my higher self, my IBE, my inner business expert and teach my ladies 
like you're there writing a copy or a post or just something simple, just like don't forget to use it during the day. And while it was all cultivating five years ago when coaching first found me, I, um, I, you know, I sent a prayer up to the universe and I said, I don't know what I meant to be, but like, please don't make me go to work for anyone else ever again, coming off a mat to leave. I make my first vision board and coaching crosses my path. And I'm like, well, that's a no brainer. Sure. Anyone else that finally got into service, you're like, huh, like, it was awesome. So oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and so it sounds like you were called into the coaching and the business coaching, but I know you shared with us uh, on your application to come on the show that you're, you yeah. were in the spiritual closet during that time and then realized through that process that you could serve spiritual women. So can you share about that process for you, how, how it all kind of blossomed at the same time? Cause I think that's really interesting. A lot of times one or the other come, kind of comes first, but it, they seem to open the door for each other. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. Molly. Yeah. So about five years ago, um, let's see. Yeah. 2017 was, was a dark night of the soul. Um, so for anyone that's listening, that doesn't know what that is, it's usually something like, there's new awarenesses and reality just doesn't seem to make sense to you. And it feels like everything can crumble all at once. And I found something online that mentioned it because I'd never heard of it. So I'd never heard of the spiritual awakening and the dark soul of the night, even though I'd been spiritual my whole life. And even to now, as I'm guiding um, new ladies awakening, especially intuitive empaths and HSPs is like so much of it is more of a remembering you know, because I really do believe in those past lives. And I really do believe that we were all medicine women and shaman and high priestesses and, and so, and healers just in general, like the olden days, you know, just using birch bark or, or essential oils and, you know, foraging and, and nature and stuff like that. So when I came out of that year, and coaching found me at the same time, it was interesting, like a spiritual awakening and a big one, big accelerated one. Um, and the coaching. So the first thing that crosses my path when I'd, I'd made my first vision board, did the prayer up to God and said, okay, I'm coming off a mat leave. And I did on my vision board, I want to live the laptop lifestyle. I want to get paid just to be me. I want to show up and give my talents with love. I still have it in my, my closet. They're all rolled up. It's so cute. And I just did it all in crayon. The kids were young. And um, and here I am on Vancouver Island with a, with a view of the ocean uh, on my 80-acre hay farm. So I had all of this ocean. Like, vision boards work, everybody. Give it a try if you hadn't. That was my first one. And I had ocean, ocean, ocean. I'm going, I was living up north, trying the cold on for size. And, and so anyways, so what happened was I, the first coaching program that crossed my path was money mindset, basically business, learning about marketing, but specifically the school I went to was specifically for women entrepreneurs. And because we're different, our innate qualities are different. We've got that that natural intuition up front, you know, no matter what we're calling it at the moment until we start to, to work with it. And it's so interesting that the most obvious simple things like here in the West, especially where we, we um, 
tend to dismiss simple simplicity sometimes, you know, and it's the most simple things in life, those ahas that can really move you forward. And, and um, so uh, I spent a good year and a bit learning everything I could about business. And you know, there's no accidents in the universe. So it was all part and parcel and uh, following the universal breadcrumbs, nothing wrong with that. And I still felt like I was compartmentalizing, right? And I just, I still seriously giggle at myself. I just laugh and go, how obvious it was when I go, why can't I just make that my niche? Like, why is it like, why can't I just work with women who are spiritual, who are, you know, intuitive empaths or interested and all the words I like to use, you know, because I super dig all the science that runs parallel to it and the metaphysics and the laws of the universe. So, you know, often using phrases like, you know, time and space and clearing and things like that. And I'm like, (laughs) anyway, like seriously, like, (laughs) so hilarious the day that I go why don't I just make that the ladies I work with my goodness yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and I think it's really beautiful to to hear that as an example for those wondering like well where do I fall in this whole spiritual calling space you know because not all of us are called to be readers or healers or this or that you know you may have those skills but it may be to to help in a way that you can't imagine. And that's, uh, I was just having a conversation with someone before we hopped on the the call today about how life will, will let you know that and following intuition mm-hmm. is kind of allowing life to show up as it does and say, yeah, that's, that's where it fits right there. It's not maybe what I assumed it was going to be or what my intellect thought it would be. It's, oh, it's, it's really nice to be surprised, isn't it? Oh goodness. It's <laughs> yes. As, the unfolding is really beautiful when you look back and that's one thing about the challenges and and the length that sometimes it feels like it's taking to get over and through something or growing that business at the beginning with that that entrepreneurial learning curve it's all at once and i tell my ladies they are just like with their frustrated like how long this is taking or or why do i still feel so um like you get the energetic wobbles, right? You're just like kind mm-hmm. of one leg in one world and one leg in the other world and the boat's taken off <laughs> while yep. you're trying to climb on. <laughs> yeah. And I just said, you know what? And I try to take my own advice then. I remember you got to take your own advice and practice your own medicine, of course, is that you're going to look back on that and it's going to seem like such a short time. Although it was, you, you know, it felt like you were going through, you know? Heck, when you were going through it, is that now I look back on that and I, and I did flail, flail a bit. But another thing that I was doing then, I was healing. You know how much healing, not just the self-discovery and the self-awareness, but so many of us have physical, like it's really the dis-ease has really gotten into your bodies. And we had no, we just had no... um paradigm in place for some of this stuff that's arriving you know mm-hmm. is that it's it's not it, it's beginning the school systems are beginning to change granted you see a few really cool um ladies you can tell that they're spiritually awake and and socially conscious and all this you can feel it right you just know and um but you know change is, isn't going as fast as um you know we we wish we could just go like this 
Well, I guess you can if you step into other timelines. You'll hear me say, choose instead of creating, just step to your left. <laughs> yeah. Now, and you brought up something really interesting there about how it can affect our physical bodies if we're not yes. if we're not in alignment with our spirit, if we're not alignment with our intuition, or yeah. we're putting up some walls. And you had mentioned that. You know, I I've been on the same boat. Believe me, uh, growing yeah, up yeah, intuitive, yeah. HSP, feeling a little crazy yeah. about it, and then putting up overly yeah. assertive walls. I love the way that you phrase that, that it's like, I'm putting up these walls to protect myself and therefore created yeah. autoimmune issues and, and other issues. Yes. Would you care to share a little bit about that and how um, getting in alignment with your intuition helped you heal from that? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So I didn't know I was an empath until a couple of years ago at 45. So that's a big, if you look back at that, that's decades of the pain of not understanding why you felt off. And now there's different levels and, and layers of this, just feeling energetically sensitive to a room or to place people, phone calls, that's one thing. Then there's the stimuli. Um, you know, this is just a recent thing that I had learned about as well as the sensory processing differences. Mm -hmm. And now that I look back, I understand, especially in places like elementary schools, dropping the kids off, going into classrooms, that those bright lights and those uh, primary colors, and they're just, you know, so different. So learning step by step, as I remind my ladies, in loving kindness, gentle, gentle, gentle to yourself, start to learn what works and really get into your, um, get into your body. We spend so much time with our energies kind of scattered. And of course, where our focus goes is one of the first steps was really be, be here now, be here now is a phrase that I tell myself. And um, so when I was younger, uh, it was around 13 um, that lupus showed up, just give it a name. I don't, I don't talk about it that often because I want to just say, hey, I used to have that, okay, <laughs> and distance myself. And so it took, it took a good 15 years to even be diagnosed. So there's a chronic pain, chronic fatigue. And even after I was diagnosed and put on um, a couple of different prescriptions that I was told I thought were keeping me alive, like, you know, the doctors and specialists and, and you know, as it progresses, they, you have to stay on this and you have to watch out and blood tests every three months and let's let's check this and and uh, no, having kids is high risk. Don't do that. And, you know, so there's a certain point where um, you, you do start following your intuition. And I realized that I kept having this, this, this uh, nagging kind of um, those whispers that come before you even know, before you can articulate it and you go, I think I can just drop this. I just felt like I could just let it go. And it took a, a little bit longer um, and a lot of handfuls of painkillers along the way to just get out and do it. But I was always, I was always high vibe in the sense like, like living with extra, extra energy. And um, it's, it was, there was a learned optimism. And, and that's another thing when I was mentioning about people don't realize that there are skills that you can go from theory to practice to mastery. You just gently keep practicing and keep rehearsing who you'd rather be, how you'd rather have your life. 
And, um, and it's wonderful when you when you start to understand manifestation, even whether whether someone still thinks it's woo not on your station, I'm sure, or you know, there's scientific um, evidence for it now all about the law of vibration, we are energy and everything is energy. And it's just so interesting when you just start to see how it all just begins to come together. Mm -hmm. um, but as an HSP, just to button that one up, um, definitely a lot of anxiety and a lot of um, before you find your purpose, um, this is not necessarily uh, due to the being an empath, but before you really do find your purpose, that kind of it's almost like a uh, you just feel blue, like there, it, you have like something empty inside you, and you just really, you're like I'm meant for more, and it's painful, and it's painful in your body, and 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 you want to help, and you want to heal the world, and and it just hasn't formulated yet. You know, you're going through your twenties, and every it, there's just so you just I just want people to be gentle on themselves while they're on the path. Because nobody ever, you know, say no one, nobody ever self-load themselves to success. You know, mm -hmm. we have to turn, we have to turn and face ourselves with radical honesty. We have to take a hundred percent responsibility, but we have to be gentle on ourselves. That loving kindness, I call it, you know, the sacred self, the divine self, you know, it's it's easy here in the office, but when you get out in traffic, when you get out and the the 3d world is coming at you is to when you feel yourself falter into the old you or or you know a little bit less desirable um responses to things to come back to that unconditional love and non-judgment and compassion and those uh, beautiful divine qualities, I would say. So our higher self, our highest and best, you know, come back to that with loving patience to what you see out there as well. Did a beautiful meditation on Sunday. Um, I do a sacred sisterhood circle and I decided to still hop on and do it, even though many people had their 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 families and, and whatnot, is that I just still want to hold space for the divine feminine. I'm, not, you know, I'm not here to say don't do what you guys are all doing because I you know I am spiritual but not religious um but just to still just get on there and I did a beautiful guided meditation connecting to the earth and and just just holding space for the for the feminine just to bring those dual forces beautiful dual forces up you know as a power base that we can stand on in harmony and balance you know yeah. bringing everything and just just hold that without judgment of everybody else's as they're on a different point in their path right. so we did I just wanted to that day blast out I do like a care bear stare like <laughs> <laughs> like blast love out at people or politicians or you know they're you want to feel angry or upset but they just need love that's just another aspect of you and us that just needs they're just in a different part of the evolution and you have to trust the universe in that moment that there there are no accidents and that's not your business that you just 
handle right. what's in here. Yeah, you know? you, you're, you're, you're really touching on some good points there. A couple of things uh, that being being the love and the light we wish to see is the key to our own healing and also the key to our yeah. serving. And mm -hmm. when it, you touch on something really interesting that I don't think we've talked about on the show yet, um, okay. about rehearsing that ideal self or that highest and best self okay. that you know is in there. And and because mm -hmm. I had that experience as well and, and also had, you know, major digestive dysfunction, IBS, all this stuff, because I was mm. having the same attitudes about the world and, and very, very protected, but in a in a very like protected boundaried way, like not healthy, <laughs> you know, scared yeah. and almost uh, defensive, let's call it defensive. Yeah. And until, yeah. uh, you know, that relaxing point came in to allow the universe and to allow the healing to yeah. start occurring within me, and exactly. I, I identify with that that point of I know this stronger person is in me. I know this wise being is in me. And I'm, I'm saying mm -hmm. this for the listeners as well that are out there saying, you know, maybe this drama is happening in my life, or mm -hmm. maybe I'm always seem to be not getting what I want or screwing things up. And it's like yeah. in that moment when you recognize, but this wiser part of myself is in there waiting to emerge. Uh, mm -hmm. and rehearsing it you know like you said driving in your car exactly. speak in that voice look in the mirror speak in that voice imagine 10 right. five ten years from now that that this is who you are showing up as and that that is a very good key to that manifest manifesting your ideal self <laughs> you know growing into your ideal self yeah exactly i've heard two sides of the coin of um the phrase acting as if some will say you know you have to practice being who you'd rather be um but then there's other that say wait a second isn't that being isn't that being fake and it's like no that's why I talk about strong bookends um to really um begin the day it's win the morning win the day that's fine and dandy and I uh, but I I used to while I was all formulating five years ago Molly I used to get this feeling that was the beginning of of my intuition talking strongly to me and that um, uh, sacral response. I don't know if you guys ever talk about uh, human design here on the show, um, but, you know, and I'm, and I'm not an expert by all me, but, you know, I know 80% are generators. So I know what this core, what this sacral response is a heck yes, or a <laughs> heck no. And my yeah. body will tell me now and whether you understand it or not, people should lean into that primal awareness. Your body has a, like a micromuscular movement before your brain's even moving. Like mm -hmm. it's amazing. Yes, absolutely. But you know, so when you get up in the morning, I have these lists of beautiful, um, virtues and and kind of kind of identities and you can just choose your top three top five top ten and we commit to them every day have mm -hmm. your little sacred time in the moment and if someone's never meditated of course so many have the wrong idea you're there, there's thousands of ways to meditate as yes, you know is. now yes and yeah. so someone that's never done it they think there's one and it's like this monastic like in a cave <laughs> like you have to sit there and silence your mind you don't have to someone who's got a racing brain like me i i roll things on top like i'm listening to something sometimes two different things you laugh at the things that i do i'm i'm putting my first book this is like a, a navigational guide but i've also added some add stuff in there oh my gosh i i i know i just changed subject but it just reminded me of a song that came to me i'm saying in the morning is when you get 
your greatest messages about your day. You connect to your higher self, right? Mm-hmm. So here's the song. I'm going to sing you a song. And you're going to <laughs> sing it, girl. Okay, so here's the higher self that comes through. And because like I like spirit comes through me in joy and movement and song. And I walk around my whole life like interpretive dancing and making my own rhymes. And, you know, like you see rap battles where they can like, I don't know how they come up with those lyrics so fast and rhyme. I've got that kind of brain. So I'm putting my day and my teachings as I'm walking around, like into songs running around. But this morning, Molly, this morning was like, because I was going, do I need to dial my my niche even more? And um, so I go, oh, can I go a, a micro niche within a niche? But anyways, it's been on my mind. So this is why, okay, here comes a song. Okay, so it goes ADD and stacking on HSP. <laughs> ADD, HSP with anxiety, baby, you and me. Hey, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that was great. Yep, it's true. It's the struggle is real, but it's also a balancing act. Not just it doesn't have to be a struggle, but when we know what those are, um, I think that's yeah, that's a great way to celebrate it and uh, <laughs> and just acknowledge. Very cool. Thank you for sharing that. You're my my first uh, songstress on the show, so I'm sure the listeners appreciate that. And and so so now we're getting to the point in the show where we like to talk about some of the challenges and, and you've come a long way. You've done a lot of healing on yourself. You obviously help a lot of women. And you you mentioned that still, and, and a lot of times the things that we help with tend to be the things that we struggle with ourselves. Absolutely. So you did mention that, you know, standing out, speaking up, shining your light, uh, that's sometimes uh, difficult for you due to maybe not being seen as a child and also remembering persecution and past lives. I call that the burning fear, you know, this feeling that if we show up and we're really seen, something really bad is going to happen. Absolutely. So so if you don't mind, I'd love to give you a little reading on that, unless you'd like to share a little bit first and then we'll, we'll get started. Yeah, well, let's just talk for one moment about that. So you I've never heard that you, you called the burning fear, the burning so, fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so some people out there might have, you know, called it the witch wound, perhaps. Uh-huh. I sometimes just call it the, yeah, the light yeah. workers persecution imprint. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So is that something that you talk about uh, on the show that they that um, many would believe in the past lives and that we have been healers and that we have gone through these absolutely mm, yeah yeah not i mean we've we've talked about it several yeah. times and it's definitely in my book yeah. that's part of the the biggest uh, blocks that people have to to opening to their gifts um, i know it was go. for me it was interesting wow. for me working in the corporate world when i started doing psychic development uh training i i had a friend that knew about it. it's like how, how did your group go last night and i was like shh don't don't tell anybody. Like I was mortally afraid that I would get fired from my job, that my family would disown me. And it was like, when I really looked at it, I was like, this is ridiculous. Like I'm just doing something interesting to me, but it Mm. was something I I really had to overcome. So I certainly understand it 100%. I know a lot of our listeners do too. One of the things that was for me in case somebody else is out there um, was on the left side of my neck. Like if you can feel energy, if you can feel your subtle body and your electromagnetics there, it was about the size of large medicine ball, like a double basketball that you almost couldn't get into it. And I'm wondering if many people out there um, couldn't wear scarves and turtlenecks and felt like a little, a little restraint. I never, um, 
I'm I'm friends with fire, so I I didn't I don't have fire stuff. I I have um, drowning and hanging and being buried. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I have breathing. So I have breathing ones, breathing mm -hmm. ones that come up. So I had in in that, and it's gone now. So I just want to let everyone know that you just work with it. I I used to seek out help, but I really want to empower uh, guide. Well, it's ever all. I'm empowerment, self-empowerment in a sense. So of course, um, but just share the info that um, follow your intuition and your own, make up your own healing tools. I, when I started just making my own up, like, for example, just like, like you'd run your fingers through your hair, just running it through those energy blockages, you know, but I, I had a burning pain a physical pain for years that I worked through and it was right alongside of like I was afraid to um share my voice but it was deep when you were talking I was saying I remember a time in my kitchen where I had this overwhelming feeling that someone was going to kill me I I literally like ducked and looked behind me like in 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 my kitchen on the farm, like it was the strangest thing. And I had a, had a coach, I had a beautiful, wonderful uh, coach that uh, she, I don't know how, I, was, I should say, I don't know how she found me, but of course the universe, gave, I don't know how we found each other. And she worked with sensitives before I even knew it was a thing. Um, and so I, I said to her, she goes, well, do you feel like, are you planning to go into politics or something? Cause I said, I feel like I I'm going to get assassinated like JFK or Martin Luther King or something like that. Like, seriously, like I'm having this fear in my body and my mind and my dreams that I'm going, if I start speaking, this is right around the time. So 2020 that I really went. I went all in for working with spiritual women and started speaking my lingo and, and all the things I'd been too afraid to say. I go, well, who's going to take me seriously? I'm sure there's people out there, you know, well, I want to be a business and money mindset coach. And who's who's going to take me seriously if I start talk, talking about spiritual stuff? What if, what if I tell them I'm, I'm wearing, you know, wearing my essential oils and I've got my my desk isn't complete unless I wipe it off and get my crystals back on it. <laughs> like, you know, and um, yeah, it all clicked. But there was a fear. There was a serious, serious fear. Um, and it's something that you can, you can work through. It doesn't always have to be there, but, um, we've been told too many times from, from others that it's not real. So for anyone listening that, you know, it is real. Another thing, be kind, be gentle, meditate on it, journal it out, you know, allow the, allow the universe to bring you who and what and each article and, just follow the breadcrumbs. It's so important. And, and, and don't, don't, just don't, you know, don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt yourself in that sense. Learn how to feel it in your body. Learn the difference of the two voices in your head. Which one's the monkey mind, those monkeys running amok, or which one's your higher self and just turn up the volume of that one. And it, with practice, the other one gets smaller and smaller and quieter and quieter. And, you know, as you know, the, the levels of consciousness, you just, it feels better. You know, you, you can control your reality in a sense, and then you just allow spirit to come to you and through you. And as you're moving up, you know, you know, one day, and sometimes there's glimpses of it. It's just as you like that your higher self, it's just as you, you know, it's just beautiful.
It is. Beautiful it absolutely journey. is. And, and, and yeah, we could go, we could talk a whole nother episode about the, the person no burning fear. Cause it's, it is. And, and, and before I, I, I did draw a few cards for you to help you oh. with anything that currently still shows up. But before I say that, um, just for the listeners that, that yeah. even if, um, the, the thing that can help a lot when we feel doubtful of the, the feelings that we're having or the stories we're mm-hmm. experiencing is, Hey, it may be just a story, a, a symbolic story you're experiencing. I, I do believe it is a memory, but I think the conscious mind likes to hear, all right, yeah, that's that that's more reasonable. It's the story that I'm telling myself. So whether mm-hmm. it's a story you're telling yourself or a memory you're having, it's having the same impact on your your conscious ability to believe in yourself. So therefore it's real. <laughs> so I just wanted to add to that. And And for you, my dear Jewel, Yes. Um, I'm taking a look at your cards here for whatever's currently showing up in this realm for you. This kind of yes. not stepping out quite quite fully. Uh, I do see a lot of changes happening. So there's a lot of underlying shifts and changings, changes happening in your personal life as well as your business life. And I do see that you have a lot to share, but you don't always share it openly. And I don't know if it's uh, you're wanting to broadcast something more broadly and, and really share your knowledge. But I do get um, some messages here that you're kind of holding it in and, and being a little stingy with it. So <laughs> wherever that is showing up, uh, you're being called to once that wind settles down and, and the change settles yeah. down to, to make a firm plan to start putting it out there. You mentioned a book, so it's probably something around that um, could be a book or a program. Yeah. But uh, there's yeah. I do see specifically you going through a soul retrieval process right now to gather your your power as a light worker mm-hmm. um, and, and you're going into mm-hmm. grieving what was. So can you share a little bit about that change that you're going through that's that's asking you to step into this next level of, of your work? Yes, that's that's exactly what it is. It's it's just on that precipice and that cusp and. You know, I've been doing that, just blessing the first bit, the last five years that we talked about, you know, just blessing it and thanking the lessons, you know, as teacher and friend and, you know, what we resist persists and what we're going to appreciate appreciates and all the lovely (laughs) cliches, they're all true, is um, I'm working on my book. I'm practicing public speaking. You know, when I grow up, I want to be an international speaker and author. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so it's just happening. I'm looking around at larger venues here on Vancouver Island, driving past these auditoriums and going, okay, let's do something there in the fall. And I'm even, you know, entertaining podcasts, taking a lot of interviews. It's just a brand new stage, just beginning to unfold. And I'm not afraid anymore to say it all. And I've just turned the corner. You think that you're already completely out and I'm just, um, it's very, very, very exciting. It's just about ready to, to, to get it, get it out at a, at a larger level and a, and a, and a louder voice. And um, especially this, uh, that the sacred circle that I do on Sundays that I was telling you about, I mean, it's like connection and a sense of belonging. And just, just when women gather, there's power in that. And um, of course, power versus force. I'm not, you know, it's not, it's not that when we're creator stepping into feminine leadership, that it's like a boss 
at a restaurant or something like that. It's like, I believe like no one above you, no one below you. We're all shoulder to shoulder We're around this circle. And we are here to model and inspire and shine our lights, of course, um, to just inspire others to do the same. Like the Marianne Williamson uh, quote is just giving others permission to do the same. Um, and this is just really exciting what I'm just about to embark on too. I've, I have so many exciting things on upcoming. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I see the biggest challenge for you just to remember is any divine yeah. detours you felt that you've gone on in the past. Um, just remember to how, how much value they added, even if it was, like you said, you're blessing the past, but I do see divine uh -huh. detours being like an obstacle. So it's like, Oh, it, mm -hmm. it took me away from what I was supposed to be doing, or maybe I wasn't supposed to be there or there. And I just feel like it's teaching you to shine your light stronger. And it's teaching mm -hmm. you a lot of different skills that you're going to pull together as one. Yeah. So the, the yeah. biggest kind of fear here is, is going back backwards. Um, but the more that you continue to use your own teachings, which is what we all must do as spirit workers is, yes. you know, what would I tell someone to do? What, what would the guidance Absolutely. be for them? So I got to apply that to myself. <laughs> kick and yourself make, come yes, on <laughs> yeah. exactly and maybe a new vision board is an order um if you're not yes. working on it right now i, I see vision yes. quest as a big thing and, and really focusing in on what you want because you are a powerful manifester when you put your your energy to it and just following yeah. your intuition you are going to get some really great opportunities coming your way so um yes just, thank just you on taking those steps it looks pretty good to me <laughs> thank you so much awesome that's great oh yes another vision board absolutely Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, don't don't give up on that. I feel like sometimes we, you know, we do the first one. I, I've had this yeah. experience a couple of times. Yeah. We do that first one, and then a few years later, we're like, "Wow, it all happened!" And we forget, like, "Okay, let keep keep doing them." You know, keep, uh, yeah. keep manifesting because <laughs> once things start to come into fruition, we celebrate it, and then we're like, "Now what?" <laughs> And we got to keep keep something in the chamber, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. Well. Absolutely. I like those fantasy goals way out front. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and not fantasy as in not achievable. But I think that we were we weren't taught to dream big enough. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to say we have infinite potential and infinite possibilities. But to lean into that and stretch your imagination, let your imagination go and to dream in the sense like pen to paper is so powerful is that what would you really, really, really want? And keep asking, like you said, keep asking yourself, you know, if everything is possible and it is, what would you really, really, really want? You know, your magic wand scenarios, if, you know, free of limitations, free, free of any, anything else, like you're not allowed to have limits and you just dream. And that could be like, oh my goodness, like a, being on an Oprah show or something like that. Like it sounds like a fantasy and you don't know how to get there, but reminding people that are new to manifestation or even just need a, a, a reminder, the how is never our job. You get to just make your wish to the genie, to the universe, <laughs> That's right. you know, and then you get, you just get out of your own way. It just means removing the blocks and the beliefs and listening for that chatter that comes up. Um, the negative Nelly in your mind. That's like, that's silly. You can't do that. That doesn't happen for people like us. Keep an eye on it, grab it, find out, stop for a moment, 
listen to see where it came from. And the best thing that I've found, one of my favorite tools uh, when that negative Nelly still rears its head sometimes, is that just make yourself an affirmation and a mantra that's 180 degrees opposite, exactly opposite than that fear, that silly little voice quiet voice that you heard and just start repeating what would you prefer instead and really taking control of that mind um, and just saying you know if you have heard of the Silva Ultramind Jose Silva Ultramind um, programs um, he would just say you know something crosses your mind you just say cancel 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 or you can say no or stop or just learning that emotional um, discipline in a sense that say no I don't entertain that way of thinking anymore when that one creeps in because I want to be stronger because I'm here to help make the world a better place and that start that's really a thought at a time we're creator beings so that's right that's right and again loving kindness to ourselves while we catch ourselves absolutely <laughs> loving kindness as much as possible all the time and and then also yeah, yeah we have our dark days and that's all right too but always rising yeah. to the top I love it I love it so thanks so yeah. much for being here today Jewel where can people find you if they want to learn more about you yeah well my website is simple and happy and exciting and that is wildlyabundantwoman.com wonderful <laughs> great name I love that yeah. well guys go check her out at wildlyabundantwoman.com and thank you again yes. for being here Jill it's been a great conversation thank you so much Molly blessings to all you too my dear and thanks guys for listening we'll catch you next time hey there I hope you enjoyed today's show if you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to EmpoweredWisdomShow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.